Welcome to Swimming Upstream, the 10-minute podcast about Catholicism, technology, culture, baseball, whatever else might come up. I'm your host, Eric Sammons. This is episode number 18. On today's show, I'm going to be discussing the idea, is the Catholic Church on the verge of capsizing? You can find the show notes for this episode at ericsammons.com slash podcast slash 18. Okay, so recently, a cardinal of the church passed away, Cardinal Joachim Meisner. And this was significant because he is one of the four dubia cardinals, so to speak. What this means is he's one of the four cardinals who put his name on the dubia that were asked of Pope Francis. The dubia meaning doubts in Latin, but really they're questions asked, posed of Pope Francis regarding some of his teachings, specifically on divorced and remarried Catholics receiving communion. And those questions have not been answered. And he, along with Cardinal Burke and two other cardinals, uh, posed these questions publicly, first privately to him, but then when they weren't answered publicly. And really, it's kind of got it live of its own. They've become somewhat the face of the resistance to the confusion caused by the papacy of Pope Francis, uh, where people don't really know what does the church teach on many of these matters, especially as it relates to uh, divorced and remarried uh, people receiving communion. And so he recently passed away. And as is common, when a, a cardinal passes away, Pope Francis sent a message to be read at the funeral. But also, interestingly, Pope Emeritus, Benedict XVI, sent a message. And that's not shouldn't be too surprising, considering he's a fellow German. He was close to him. Uh, but what he said in his message uh, really took a lot of people by surprise. I'm going to read it to you, the, the important part that I want to talk about. He's, he says... We know that this passionate shepherd and pastor found it difficult to leave his post, especially at a time in which the church stands in particularly pressing need of convincing shepherds who can resist the dictatorship of the spirit of the age and who live and think the faith with determination. However, what moved me all the more was that in this last period of his life, he learned to let go and to live out, live out of a deep conviction that the Lord does not abandon his church, even if the boat has taken on so much water as to be on the verge of capsizing. And so, like I said, a lot of press came from this uh, statement, specifically what I just read, because he talks about, first of all, how difficult it was to leave his post. And of course, uh, Colonel Meisner didn't leave his post voluntarily. Of course, as he got older, he, he, he retired and things of that nature, whereas Pope Benedict did leave his post. And so some people think maybe Pope Benedict's talking about himself there as well as Cardinal Meisner. But more importantly, the part at the end, I think, is interesting where he says, even if the boat, meaning the church, and the, the idea of the church as a boat is a very common analogy in church history, even if the boat has taken on so much water as to be on the verge of capsizing. Now, so the question becomes, is the church on the verge of capsizing? Well, as Benedict XVI notes himself, the Lord does not abandon his church, and so therefore the church cannot actually capsize. It cannot turn over and make it so that you can't survive by being on the boat. It might take on water, as Benedict says, to be on the verge of capsizing, but it doesn't actually capsize. Some people, though, I think take this a little bit too lightly. They think, well, the, the Lord can't, and maybe even Pope Benedict, frankly, is taking it too lightly. The idea that the Lord doesn't abandon his church, and so therefore, 
it's not like anything really bad can happen to the church so much that it would destroy the church. And that's true. It can't, nothing can destroy the church. However, if you think about the analogy, if it takes on so much water, what happens is not as many people can ride on the boat and people fall off the boat. People can drown while they're on the boat even. And so we're talking about lost souls, individuals who will spend their eternity separated from God because the church is in such a weak state. And the fact is the church has taken on lots and lots of water these days. And that's just an objective fact that cannot really be disputed, although some people try to act like we're in a new springtime and everything's hunky-dory. If we just say things are great over and over again, then they will be great. In fact, recently, Cardinal Whirl of, of Washington, D.C., I saw an interview with him where he was talking about how great, all the, how vital parishes are, how great the church is doing. And I just thought to myself, well, what church is he talking about? In America, the church that he is in, the church I am in, only 10% of self-identified Catholics actually do the minimal of practicing the faith as defined by going to Mass each week and going to confession at least once a year. And of course, that's a very bare minimum. Those people, you know, some of those people might not even be uh, practicing the faith fully. That's a tiny percentage. In a country like Germany, where Pope Benedict's from, where Cardinal Meisner's from, it's far worse. And so what we see is there are many lost souls. The church has done a terrible job of of explaining the faith, of people being able to understand what it means to be a Catholic, what it means to be a disciple of Christ. Now, there's a lot of factors involved here. I want to make this clear. Society in general has become anti-Christian. Now, some would say it's because the church has become weak that society has become anti-Christian. But nonetheless, society has become very anti-Christian. And so, of course, that means more and more people are going to be leaving the church. More and more people are going to be abandoning the faith, abandoning the church, falling over the side, so to speak, into the rough waters of the world. Unfortunately, the church in this, in the in society's efforts to become more and more anti-Christian, the church has aped society. It has tried to become more and more like society in some misguided effort to, to attract souls. But in the, in the very fact of doing that, they've become like the society. And why would anybody join the church if it's just like everybody else? And the church doesn't speak clearly about what it teaches. It doesn't speak clearly about uh, what it is, what it means to be a Christian. For example, last week, Monsignor Charles Pope of the Washington, D.C. Diocese, he wrote an article where he basically just stated very clearly, don't be deceived, Christ condemns homosexual acts. And that's something that when it's said today, everybody freaks out like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he just said that. I can't believe this is so judgmental. This is awful. Well, that's just a basic teaching of the church. This is nothing, this should be nothing controversial that Monsignor Pope said. It's just something the church has always believed and always known to be true. But we don't speak clearly anymore. We, we, we try to nuance everything to the point of actually agreeing with the world. And we see that, of course, with uh, Pope Francis and how he's dealt with a divorce from married Catholics receiving communion. He has not spoke clearly about that issue, which is why Cardinal Meissner and the other cardinals wrote the dubia to him, because they wanted clarification. That's not a challenge to his authority as a pope. It's asking him to simply make it clear what it is the church teaching, what the church teaches in this area. I've seen this in my own life, working at a parish level, working as a diocesan director of evangelization, what this confusion has done. 
a large number of Catholics I've met on, in the pews, you know, at, at parishes when I'm talking to them, they do not understand what the church teaches. They do not understand the basics of what it means to be Catholic. And so we have this great sense of being on the verge of capsizing. I feel it myself. I feel like the Catholic Church is on the verge of capsizing often. So what do we do about this? Do we just lament it? Do we just complain about it? No. I think what we have to do is we have to kind of redouble our efforts in our own sphere of influence, which starts first and foremost with ourselves and with our family. This might come across a little bit like uh, Rod Dreher's The Benedict Option, but I think there's something to be said for that. What we need to do is we need to cling to the church teachings and to the traditions of the church, not get caught up in the ways of novelty that we see in all, at all levels of the church, that we are trying these new things out and we're trying to be new and different and be more like everybody else. No, cling to the traditions of the church. If you are not in a good parish, find a good parish and go to a parish that teaches what the church has always taught and embraces the traditions of the church. And teach the faith at home. Make sure the faith is clearly and unapologetically taught at home. Because we have to build up these centers of resistance, so to speak, where we're, it's kind of sad to call it that, where we're living out the Catholic faith in our families, in our parishes, and we're living it out fully and faithfully. That's the only way we're eventually going to, so to speak, take the water out of the boat. In fact, that's what we're doing. When we build up our own center of resistance, our own center of Catholicism in our homes and in our parishes, what we're doing is we're basically taking a bucket to the water in the boat and we're throwing it overboard, throwing it overboard to try to make the boat become something that all people can join and can be saved through. And so while as Pope, Pope Emeritus Benedict laments the fact that the boat seems to have taken on so much water as being on the verge of capsizing, we have to do something about that. And what we have to do is we have to start taking that water and pouring it out. Okay, that's it for today's show. Until next time, keep swimming against the stream.